The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. What an echo! I know, Chad. Do you hear that, engineer? No, I don't hear anything. Hello, Chad. Oh, here we go. What do you want from me? Oh, I don't know. Okay, it's gone now, right? All right, everybody. What's up? What up? Jimmy Star Show. (laughs) You're supposed to work past that. There you go. I, I was I just it lasted a long time, so I wasn't sure. And Ron was freaking out. Look at he's shooting himself in the head. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. We're gonna have a great show for you today. You can hit ITV on the top of your television of your computer screen. You can see us in the studio, and if you do that, you see we're in a different setting. We have a white back wall because we're in the middle of changing the studio over. Um, so we're a little washed out, but we still look fabulous, and we're so happy you guys are here. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. I'm not going to say a word. <laughs> I'm so bored with this introductory crap. They know I'm here by now. Who else is going to be sitting here acting like an idiot? What if it's well? First of all, there's people in the in the chat room I've never seen or heard. Well, of welcome to our chat know. room, people. So we have never. So if they're seeing you, well, they don't know who you are. I'm Ron Russell, the star of this Fakakta show. Jimmy just has his name over it, but I'm the star. Anyway, welcome into the chat room, and Jimmy's the the old chubby one. I'm the cute young one. There you go. Then we got the man behind the boards. Thank you, by the way, Mr. Chad Murphy. Wow, wow, wow. Ron is fired up today, Jimbo. Ron, what's going on? What's going on, chat room? There you go. So, what's up, everybody in the chat room? Welcome to the show. Give some special shout-outs. Cindy Lady Lake, Irish Ginger, Sol- Joel Sotolongo from Florida, Mickey Holscher, I don't know how to pronounce it, cause, and uh, and you're new to the chat room. Hello, welcome, welcome. Dave Fuse from Stars Now, which I didn't realize I was friends with you on Facebook, Dave, so I added you on my other account, and uh, so now both of us are on there. Look at Ron's making, like, little faces. Um we want to welcome everybody, everybody to the chat room. We got a fun show. We're going to have some of the cast and creators of the Singleton series coming on. And then we have an actress, Mela Hudson, coming on. And we got great new music. And we got Ron Russell drinking his Lipton iced tea. It's delicious, my friend. It's sugar-free and it's so quenched thirsty. With lemon. He likes sugar-free with lemon. Well, because we're, we're in the studio now, we're under construction, as you could well see. The, the snow scene behind us, you know, is really not a snow scene. Um, were you pulling hairs off my mic? Yeah. Oh, how did hairs get on my mic? <laughs> we just anyway, set it all up this where morning. Where has this mic on that there's hairs on it? Anyway. Um, Say hi to Cindy. Cindy who? Lady Lake. Oh, Lady Lake. She got 50 names this broad. Cindy Lady what, Lake. What, is she wanted by the FBI? <laughs> I've never met 
find anybody in my life with so many names. Lady, Cindy, Mary, Joe, Louie. No, Lipton's not a sponsor, but it should be. Jackknife Sarah, whatever her name is. <laughs> anyway, whoever you are, lady, I'm going to call you because you are a lady. Thank you so much for supporting me and liking my crazy antics and thinking that I'm funny. I hope the rest of everybody out there do too. There you go. But What's today's up? show is going to be sensational because... She said she wrote to you yesterday. I don't know. Oh, I never answered that crap, so I don't even bother. <laughs> I mean, I have people in my email. I have like 3,000 emails from fans. I can't get to it. I'm having a nervous breakdown. I need a secretary. Anyway, getting to today's show. Jimmy and I went to this phenomenal party of the new movie, of the TV show, which you can get. You can stream it on your uh, laptop, and it is called Singledon. It's about single people. In their 30s, looking for love. I don't know if they're in their 30s. Well, of course they're in their 30s. They're not 20. You can see when you're looking at them, they're in their 30s. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the whole theme of the movie, of the TV show. You, you missed the point, Jim. You must, have been, <laughs> you must have been looking at one of your pictures and admiring yourself. <clears throat> anyway, it is really, truly so true. Absolutely truth. Uh, these, it, it's, a, it, it's a hoot. We're going to tell you the plot when the guests come on, but it's a wonderful TV show. It's certainly going to be up there for Jimmy and I to watch, along with Orange's The New Black. We are now going to stream Singleton. It's fabulous. Also, the reason why we're changing our set, everybody, is that pretty soon we're going to start videotaping our show. It's going to start being aired on LGBTQ TV, which is the lay and get le lesbian and gay transgendered uh new like youtube station where ron and i are going to be doing in interviews and some uh touring around hosting some big shows at disney world and stuff like that you can follow them on facebook it's lgbtq tv i don't know if they're on facebook actually now watch twitter lgbtq tv now that i'm on a gay network rumors are going to go around that i'm gay watch that's okay. oh my god what am i ever to do oh <laughs> anyway how um, being gay is, is very gay. Uh, we, I love this new thing that we're doing, and soon we will be doing shows from another part of the United States, a part of the United States where celebrities live, and we intend to have so many celebrities on the show so you could see them in a very elaborate set in a beautiful studio with professional cameras and lighting and sound so we won't look like a medicine show. That's right. And what else we got going on? Ron and I set up YouTube pages. Don't ask. So, you guys, Ron's page isn't complete and neither is mine, but we're working on it. But you can go to Ron Russell TV on YouTube. He's got a bunch of interviews with Gene Russell and Tippy Hedren from The Birds and Chip uh, Coffee and everybody. all kinds of cool people. Just, just all kinds of great people. You know, it was such a, an emotional uh, trip for me because, as you all know, that Mr. Blackwell, the designer, the, the great uh, gown designer, as well as the guy that started the 10 Worst Dress List, who was my dearest friend in the world. Um, a lot of it was about him, so that was sad. And, of course, Jane Russell, who was my best buddy, it was sad, again, looking at that interview, because I haven't seen it in about five or six years, and I thought to myself how wonderful she was and what a beautiful thing she brought into my life herself and her love for me and our friendship and her wonderfulness, and I get very emotional. So but, you guys should check it all out, Well, though. it's a video that you really should go in, and if we go in and look at it, don't look at it just as a, an interview. Look at it as two good friends 
having a nice conversation. Absolutely. So you can go to Ron Russell TV on YouTube, and you can also look up Jimmy Star Show on YouTube. And we've got a bunch of interviews uh, uh, on that one. Also, we're running them both. We're going to be out doing a lot of interviews uh, now that we're on this new network, and we're going to be bringing a lot of those interviews to the Jimmy Star Show. Starting, here. starting with the cast of Singleton coming we're, up in a minute. Yeah, but. Before they come up, we're going to make an appointment with those kids, and I want to interview each and every one of them so that the public will know who they are, where they're from, what their background is, and what they bring to this TV series that actually happened in their lives because they're so damn convincing in their acting. Very I mean, they're, good. They're brilliant actors. I must tell you, today's actors beat the old actors out you know, from the 1940s. But then again, those directors wandered that corny stuff. Today we shoot on cameras and we don't do anything rehearsed, so it's all a la natural. But the, the cast is really, and I'm not lying, because you know, guys, I don't lie, and if I don't like it, I don't talk about it. Brilliant actors. I mean, one better than the other, or all, all the same. Actually, Cindy Lady, like too, says she liked the uh, the interview. She watched the Jane interview and the Tippy interview, and Ginger Iris said she watched them. And also, uh, uh, she said she wrote to you after watching the interviews. She loved them, and Ginger Iris shared them all over the place too. So, oh good. So we're building all his looks and likes, and 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 do it for the Jimmy Star Show too, and, you guys. And, and we one need point it. I'd like to make: my interview with Jane Russell was the last interview she ever made that was professional. Until she passed away. I understand she did an interview on an ocean liner going to London, but it was only a handheld camera. Anyway, that was Jane Russell, and it was religious. She talked only about the Lord. My interview, she doesn't. She mentions him, but she talks mostly about the size of her breast in the 1940s when they made such a big deal about it. They said she was a 38D, when in fact she was a 36B, and the fact that she had an abortion which ruined her and she couldn't make have children, so she started WAIF which is the adoption agency that we still use today. And they even mention her in Philomena. In Philomena, they do have a picture of her, and they mention her in the movie. And also, Jane Russell was an alcoholic after her second husband died, and she almost died herself because she was toxic to alcohol. So she went on the wagon and just was one of the most loving women I've ever You guys got to go watch it. Go to YouTube.com slash Ron Russell TV. It's a really warm interview. It's my go. best interview ever, I believe. And before we uh, before we have our first guest, because they're going to call in a minute, uh, I want to get some music in. We didn't get it all in last week, you guys. We got three new singles that we want to like make sure we try to get in today. The first one is a rap song. I know Ron is not a huge rap fan, uh, but this is a really cool I guy. He's rap. from L.A. His name's IVL. He's got a new single called Need That. It's available now. Uh, on Spectrum Records and Monarchy Records through the Spectrum Music Group. The name of the song is Need That. It's a lot of fun. The guy's really cool. Chad, you ready to rock and roll? Do it! Here's Need That by IBL. Tell me if you need that. Tell me if you need that. Tell me if you need that. I am. I am. I am. I am. Tell me if you need that. Tell me if you want it. You can get it if you need that. Tell me if you need that. Tell me if you need that. Tell me if you want it. You can get it if you need that. I be smoking, I be L I am. 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 Tell me if you need that. 
looking for some feedback. KOS, that you made no money. Get my get my back. City sells my bags, tennis shoes. I keep that. Only few get noticed, one get chosen. Get your cheese up. I am, I am, I am. I be smoking coke and I be LIM. After hours, 2 a.m. Rubber bands on top of grams. True religion pants. Fire in my pocket, money burning through my pants. Yeah. I be in the trees app. I keep a OC zap. Seen the smoke, they profit up. Now they can't read up. Now I hear fizzling. About to hit a listening. Being broke is not an option. He handle his business. I am, I am, I am. Tell me if you need that. Molly leaning. You can't get it if you need that. I am, I am, I am. Mr. Tell me if you need that. Molly leaning. You can't get it if you need that. Tell me if you need that. Tell me if you need that. Tell me if you want it. You can get it if you need that. Tell me if you need that. Tell me if you need that. Tell me if you want it. You can get it if you need that. I'll be smoking, poking. I'll be L I am. I'll be smoking, poking. I'll be L I am. favorite new song isn't it ronnie he's boy not, he's not gonna comment because you know how he doesn't want to say anything if he doesn't want to play it again listen, I'm, not, I'm not 18 years old no uh, all right i'm sure if i was a teenager i'd be out there naked dancing <laughs> all right. now for those That's of awesome. you i have a bad repeat i'm repeating echo one check charlie got it got it not yet I really hate Anyway, Jimbo, I got uh, one of your first callers on the line. Alicia, I believe her name is. Oh, cool. I have to say something to apologize. Hey, Alicia, hang on a second. For those of you who saw me taking the hairs out of my ears with my fingernails, it's gross. What? But I have hair in my ears that could crochet a pillow that say, I love you. <laughs> and oh, he didn't know he was my. stuck in my <laughs> I didn't know I was on Oh, this sorry, Ron. I should have been paying attention. This is one of the joys of growing older. You got hair in your nose and in your ears. You a weed whacker on that thing. Hello, right. hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, hey, hey. How are you? 
Hello, Lysa Melbadelphia. What's up? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Lisa. Show. Before we get started, Hello. I know we have other they people. Don't hey, I don't know who else me. is on the line say, yet, but uh, I know there's a few of us calling in and just wanted to say, wow, I, that sounded really painful, Ron, talking about the nose hairs and getting old. I don't want to go there. No, no, ear hairs, well, ear hairs, ear hairs, not nose hairs. No, he trims those. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It can't be any more painful than having your snatch waxed uh, or your rectum. Oh, wow. I heard that's supposed to be a killer. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think the nose is a little more sensitive than the snatch for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> right, well, that's because it's been so used. It's got callus. But, oh, but that's people, terrible. Pe oh, no. <laughs> wait. People that shave their or tweet or have their butts waxed and then bleached. Easy. What the hell for? What are they going to have a camera crew up there looking? I mean, maybe what do they need do to porn. Oh, God. Good. <laughs> Why would anybody well, want to bleach know, their we, butt we, hole? We as women, we have to go to the gynecologist uh, on, you know, our annual visits. And, you know, uh, it, it depends on the situation. But, what? You, you think know, he cares I, about I know, what I've, your snatch looks like? He sees them every day. No, to him, a snatch is nothing. It's like a, ba a doctor when a baby's being born. You know, I watched exactly. both my children being born. I almost vomit. <laughs> every every color comes out of a woman, conceivable. Lumps, oh, wow. chunks, long, veiny things, green, blue, orange, and then comes the baby. But uh, it's exactly. not a pretty sight. You know, they, they said exactly. to a lot of the fathers that were there at the time watching, they said, if you have oral sex with your wife, you may not for a few months. Mine went into a few years. Listen to you. Well, we can also, though, make a T-shirt that says, you know, wax your, wax your snatch. Wax your snatch. Wow. wow. <laughs> what, what a hmm. everybody. Oh, so everybody. Yeah, well, you know, uh, yes, the waxing is a good thing, but you, there's certain times of the month that you can wax, and there's certain times of the month where it's more sensitive. So, Makes you know, sense. just just giving you some insight from the female perspective, you know, there's... um. You know, certain times when it's much uh, easier to bath than not. <laughs> I actually, so, I, 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 I hear say. like I hear a radio in the background. Do you have a radio Hello? on, or do you have your computer volume on? Hey, Jimbo, I got three callers total. Okay, take them all. Uh -huh. We're taking them okay. all. Okay. Oops, I have hey. the I, I had the air conditioner on in my car, but I turned it off. Oh, okay. Because so, I could hear something. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Who have we got on? Hey, who, who just got Whoa. added on the line? Please say who you are. Or... This is William <laughs> this Lewis. And Tiffany hey. Barrett. Okay, we got William. <laughs> Tiff Tiffany, we love Tiffany. Oh, Tiff hey, hey, hold Tiff on. oh who's the third one? <laughs> hey, guys. And who are you? Is this Carmen? She should have just been part of that conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Carmen. Oh, one hey, more. Sweetheart. I I like Carmen. She's okay. one of my favorites. Here's what we got to do, you guys. So everybody in the listening, uh, everybody in the chat room, and everybody listening knows who you are. One at a time, starting off with Melbadelphia, and then we'll do. Uh, uh, and Tiffany, you guys all like say hello and tell who you are, please, in that order. It's like okay. talking. Okay, so I'm Elisa, uh, and I'm also Melbadelphia, which is a play on words because I'm from Melbourne, Australia, and I live in Philadelphia. So it's Melbadelphia is a play on words, and that's who I am on Twitter and Instagram. And I am executive producer for Singledom's which is the reason why we are here today. And Singledom is one of my ventures under the Melbadelphia Entertainment umbrella, along with Diva Docs and the Melbadelphia show. But Singledom is my, one of my babies uh, as executive producer. So that's who I am. Mm -hmm. And I'm a uh, 
almost dogged that too. So I just had to. Play. And you're a radio talk show host <laughs> as well. Give your call letters. Yes. Uh huh. Give your call letters. Tell them about your radio show real quick. Oh, I have two radio shows. I have an independent music show, and I also have a uh, a Divadox, which is a show where uh, all the women are all super sexy, intelligent, empowered, and are all doctors or almost doctors. We have MDs, JDs, PhDs, and and we all talk about social issues and. Uh, we address sometimes controversial issues and we have fun, sometimes it's serious, and that's what we do with Google Docs. So I, have, I have actually two, two shows that I do. All right, so, we're going to move forward um, then, because now we're going to mm-hmm. go to Tiffany. Tiffany, tell us about Tiffany. <laughs> Hi, um, my name is Tiffany Barrett. I am one of the co-writers for um, Single Dumb along with uh, Kyrie Terrell, who isn't able to be online with us today, but he's the creator, conceptualizer, and um, the other writer. You write and, all the funny um, stuff, though, right? I mean, I, I, I'm from <laughs> New York. I live in Philadelphia. I work back and forth between New York and Philadelphia as an actress, um, dancer, everything. <laughs> Anyway, and, you're, um, you're fabulous. Come we love on board you. As a writer, you're very sweet. You better not stand us up at the ice cream I've ever made career-wise. Mm-hmm. Tiff, Tiffany, I'm trying to get everybody together to go to the ice cream parlor one night so we could party over ice cream. Uh, what an exciting <laughs> oh, party yes. that is. Yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the Philly we flavors. Could, <laughs> there I mean, you go. It's going to be just a wild Philly flavors night. on Fairmount Avenue? Yeah, don't yes, eat too much yes, ice cream. Yes, that's really wild. That is the best. That is one of the best. That's one of the best in the city. There you go. Uh, I don't want, I don't want we'll you to overeat your ice cream. You have to drive. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's go to next. Who, who's next? William is here. William, how about you give us some intro? Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is William Lewis. I play the Good. character of Wayne on Singledom. Um, I'm from Philadelphia. And, yeah, I'm just happy to be here. Happy to be part of this project. Happy to be online with you guys right now. There you go. You, we, you, you speak very well. Like, you're, you're a good actor. <laughs> now, how much acting experience have wait, you wait, got? Wait, wait, we've got to introduce all of them. Oh, we'll all right. Then, them. We'll, then we'll throw Jess, Is Jesse here. on the line? Hello, is Jesse on the line? better be you on the line. He is not going to live this down if he's not on the line. This, where's I'm where's Carmen? Where's Carmen? All right, so we're going to go. Carmen, is, Carmen. Carmen, where Carmen, are you? Carmen, your turn. Hi. I love Hi, you. Hi, my name is Carmen Diaz. I play Sunday. Um... I am from Philadelphia. I've been acting for about two years, and I'm very excited to be a part of this show and for everyone um, to see what we've done, and I hope everyone loves it. <laughs> and you should also say, and I'm I'm incredibly smoking hot, and dudes and love sw- me. And funny. And, <laughs> and, 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 and you're an actress that knows how to use Thank your facial you. expressions. <laughs> You know how to make your face work when you speak. Most actors, they just have a, a, a plasterboard face. It doesn't work. When you work, you know how to throw your hair, move your eyes, and make your mouth work. Very Marilyn Monroe. She was good at that, too. Love your performance, well, and I think you. you're a sweetie pie in person. That. You're one of my favorites. You better come to well, the ice cream parlor, too. <laughs> So, yeah. so let me go, go <laughs> So, you guys, the Singledom series. Then, uh, first of all, like they said, it was uh, the director and one of the writers is Kyrie Terrell. He's not on the phone. Melbadelphia, which is Alisa O'Keefe, she's the executive director, co-writer Tiffany Barrett, executive producer. 
Kai's the director, I'm executive producer, which they're two totally different things. Kai's, Kai's the visionary, he's the director, and um, he is my business partner in this venture. You know, that um, I thought that you, that was supposed to be executive producer, but the EPK you sent me says director, so go back and change that. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. I'll just never that wrong. up for you. Learn, so learn, executive learn producer. Way. Jimmy's never wrong. Um, He'll torture executive you to producer. be right. Sorry, oh, listen to that. So, you guys, <laughs> so anyway, Ron and I went a couple of weeks to you guys, you guys on a Wednesday night to see the premiere of the Singledom series. Basically, I'm going to read a little uh, thing about it. After a starting revelation over dinner, lovebirds Naomi and Xavier are thrust back into the wild world of dating. Singledom chronicles their comical misadventures as they search for love in all the wrong places and find themselves in the process. And you guys, this is a web series. You go to singledomseries.com. It, it, they put up a new episode every Wednesday. It's Wednesday night, right, at like 8 o'clock? Somebody? Yeah, Wednesday night, 8 o'clock. Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock. How many, how many are up already? Three, right? Five. This is the fifth Five. one tonight. Oh, my God. Gosh, I'm oh today's tonight's the fifth one, so I missed the fourth one. I've only seen the first three. You guys, this is a hilarious, hilarious uh, comedy, and, and Tiffany wrote a lot of it, and she is the funny. She is so phenomenally talented. And when Ron and I went to this, we couldn't oh, believe how incredibly funny this whole series was. Not only is she mm -hmm. funny, but she's a hot-looking babe. <laughs> oh, Tiffany, <laughs> speak a little. No, usually writers are fat and ugly. But this time, they've oh got a beauty. Goodness. She's got a body of death and a face like, like an angel. She's a beautiful girl. <laughs> and she's talented. And are you married? I Tiffany. am not married. Oh, good. Been there, Listen, done that. Any, I don't know if I'll any, ever do it again. Okay, any man out there that's interested in meeting a sensationally gorgeous girl who's talented, <laughs> but the requirement is you must have a lot of money because she's very tasteful. So you can't be poor, and you can't take it to a bar for a drink of beer with a pretzel. <laughs> this is a champagne and caviar chick. She goes to New York City to one of the five stars. You got to have a limo. You got to take her out. You got to buy her a nice diamond bracelet for her beautiful wrist. Maybe she'll date you twice. That's Melba. That's, oh Mel that's Melba Delphia too. Ryan, Mel I'm going to hire Mel you. Melba Delphia does Eckberg. Does anybody out there know who Anita Eckberg was? If you know La Dolce Vita, the Fellini movie, Eckberg was the beautiful blonde with the big bazooms that jumped into the fountain while they were playing the, the beautiful song. Uh, anyway, uh, Philadelphia chick. You're saying that I got big bazooms, huh? Bonita, Bonita Philadelphia, whatever her name is. Baba Dubala Philadelphia. She is. She looks just like Anita Eckberg. It's very sexy. Well, Actually, William, too. The, the ladies in the chat room, William, are talking about how gorgeous you are. So they're like putting that. They they've gone to see what you look like. Oh, she's a knockout. <laughs> no, no. Which one, Philadelphia or the other one? No, William, the guy. Oh, hey. the, well, the guy. The guy's not my type. <laughs> this is not my type. Not tall enough. I'm like six. Jim I know. I got stuck with this midget, Jimmy. I mean, I fell in love with Jimmy the I midget. So let's go back. Let's go back. All right. So William, first of all, let's see. Hey. I don't know how where to go from here, like because I want to talk about the show. Because you don't know how to interview. I'm the interviewer, uh, but you had to take over with your I big mouth to be the radio host, <laughs> the big shot, the one and only. I, I've, I've done it, but I want all of them to be able to talk a little bit about their character. Well, I can do that. I could pull anything. I could pull their wangs out of their shorts if I want. Okay, go for I it. I know how to do it. Okay, so listen to me, you <laughs> cutie pie. You got a nice yep. body. You're a handsome guy. How do you fare with the chicks? Um, well, you know, I'm just very, you know, sociable. I just try to, you know, uh, be as open as possible with people. And, um, you know, with this character of Wayne, Wayne's a very sociable character. He's a very outgoing guy. So he likes, yeah. you know, mingle and mix a little bit. 
Yeah, but you're the heat so, in the movie, so you, you got to check the heat all the time. Don't wear underwear. Wear tight jeans and go top shirt without a shirt. And the <laughs> chicks that, will that, kill that, themselves. That, they will that, kill that, themselves. Okay. <laughs> Unless, oh, wait, 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 wait. Don't do that. Unless what they say about black eyes isn't true. Because if it is true, then go with the jeans without the underwear. But if it's not true, oh my don't. God. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I can't. I can't. I can't. So, you know, who is that talking, Tiffany? Was that Tiffany said? or Carmen? That was, I was saying I, I can't, I can't. <laughs> oh. don't, don't be embarrassed. This is show business. I'd show my ass with a feather coming out if it got me a date. What, are you kidding? This is show business. There's no, there's no morality. There's no nothing. You, lose, you strip yourself of every indecent thing you ever had in your life. You're a victim, right. a, per, a, a, a thing. Now you're a thing. Now you're on the screen, and the girls look at you, and they faint. They get hot. They say, oh, my God. They check your crotch out. Everybody checks out boobs and crotches in movies. Let's not play stupid here. So if you are a true black man, don't wear underwear. Wear jeans. You will be an Academy Award winner in a week. Is that, is that how I'll get it? Is that how I'll get my first award? Well, that's how Tom Jones did it. He put a sock in his crotch and, and made William, believe the women threw their notes. panties at him. Well, and he became an overnight I'm sensation. I'm looking in the mirror at my shirt, at my chest right now, and I'm like, you know, the gym's really been working. So I might have to take that suggestion a little bit. Well, listen, if the wow. movie, if this TV show, God forbid, <laughs> fails, you could always do porn. I mean, there's, there's an alternative. There is still filmmaking out there. It's in the valley in Hollywood, in the valley, Pornville. Just go out there and work porn. I mean, I would if I were younger. I, w I could do daddy porn, actually. Listen to you. All right, hold on, hold on. So, William, so like, uh, you're the star of this series. This series is going to be a big hit. Um, you had to audition. Have you done, have you, have you, is this like one of your first big projects or have you, have you done a lot of stuff in the past? What a boring question. Um, no, well, it's I've been not. acting for about four years. I've done some other projects, but I must say this is, a project that I'm the most extremely excited about. Um, the cast is awesome. The plot is awesome. And, you know, the response that we're getting is this immaculate. You know, people are really being very receptive to the characters, to Wayne, to Sunday, to all the characters, you know, and, and the writing is just so mentally intense. And it's funny at the same time that, you know, you have no choice but to get excited about this web series, you know? Okay, if so you have a good storyline, a good director, okay, and the comedy <laughs> right. is written right, and if it's photographed professionally with a good camera, and if the actors are as good as all of you are, it's got to be a hit. Because it is a funny, interesting film. I will watch Sorry. it. I watch Orange is the New Black, and I watch your, your show, too. There you wow. go. And that's, oh, that's, that's pretty, awesome. That's, that's a good yeah. contemporary. So, I never watch so, get, so get some stuff out of Carmen. Oh, I love Carmen. I'd never abuse my uh -oh. Carmen. <laughs> My Carmen is a, is a virgin. She's a Puerto Rican virgin, and she's beautiful, and she's sweet, and she's charming, and she's naive, and she's innocent, and oh, she's unspoiled. She's, guys, like, she's unspoiled. She's unspoiled and untouched by any man. Right, Carmen? Can I lie good or what? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carmen, by the way, plays the sexy vixen that I was fascinated because, you know, I'm an actor and I watch other people's work. Most people, as I said before, read lines and do it well. Carmen did a little bit of shtick there where the camera came around and she pulled her hair gently away from her face. Very Veronica Lake. Not that you know who she was, but she was a big actress in the 40s. And she sort of turned her face and opened her mouth. And I said, that's it. That, that piece there made the whole character work. You've got your character wow. down pat. You're fabulous. I love your acting. I, I, would, I watch you. you and enjoy you when I see you. And I like you in person because you really are a nice person. 
So let's okay. So let's go then to Mel Bedelphia. Oh, that, Mel that bitch. Oh, come on. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mel you got, Bedelphia, you whatever your name is, Melbourne. Huh? You never. You stood me up at the, at the ice cream store. I was there for two days. I, I, ne- <laughs> I never left. I brought pajamas. I slept on the table, and I waited for you two days. I waited. No, Where's this? Where is really? this bitch? When is she coming? I ate forty gallons of ice cream during gained no. thirty pounds and had the runs for a week. No, we didn't. We didn't lock it in. We didn't lock it in. <laughs> no, we didn't lock it in because you're all over the place. You're like, like you're so, I don't know. You're, you're like you're, confetti. You got a lot going on. So, so you got involved with this project. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you actually like, you know. Talk to me about this project, how great it is. You invited all of us to come to the premiere. Uh, yeah, I had really no cool. idea whatsoever what it was when I, I was like, go, go. was going to it. We were so happy that we went. We met mm-hmm. such great people, everybody affiliated, everybody, even like, if they were an extra in it or all the people who put their hard, you know, blood, sweat, and tears into putting this, this whole project together. Right. Everybody was fabulous. So, mm-hmm. so give us a little insight, like what made you come on board for this project? That's a dope question. So so I was, um, you know, Connie and I probably started talking last year. And, you know, we had really good in-depth conversations. And and I knew right from the get-go that um, he just, he impacted me enough that, uh, you know, Kai's different. He's very, I'm very driven and I, I don't meet many people as driven as I am. And he is as driven as I am. And, you know, so I and I said to him, I said, you know, I don't know how you're going to impact me, but I know that you, for some reason, you're going to impact me really heavily in my life. I don't know why I feel this way, but and he felt exactly the same way. He said he felt exactly the same way, and you know, then in probably November, December, he'd already done the pilot, and he came to me and he said, Elise, I want to pitch you. Um, an idea, would you be interested in getting involved in film, in a web series I'm doing? And I said, well, you know, I've got to think about it. He said, well, you know, how about I set up a date in January, and we'll do it after Christmas, and um, I'm going to bring you, you know, my pitch, and, you know, I'd really love you to get involved. And, and you know, he pitched it to me um, in January, and I remember... You know, I didn't even need to look at what he'd done. He did show me what he'd done for the pilot, but I didn't even need to look at it because I believed in him. Kai has a way with, I I just, you know, I don't feel this about many people, but I felt that to be aligned with him was a good move for my future. And Good, so and I'm so I, I'm so happy I, that you were driven. Now get driven sorry? and get to the ice cream parlor next time while you're driven. <laughs> <laughs> so and hang on, really so, now, so Tiffany, in, Tiffany, in were you on board for the beginning? From uh-huh. the beginning, Tiffany, Tiffany, cutie pie. She's probably putting on lipstick. What did, did Tiffany say? disappear? <laughs> yep, some guy grabbed her and took off with her. So, oh, so, you're talking uh, about the ice cream parlor. No, I, but we didn't lock in a time. I, I, we were going to lock in a time. No, he's just joking. <laughs> what happened? Nothing. She's like, now you got her harping on the ice cream parlor. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh, Philadelphia, <laughs> I'm teasing you. We're going to do it. <laughs> you know, hey, listen, let me tell you something. I don't have time to take a pee-pee. And if I'm willing to spend so much time with you and your wonderful daughter, it means I really want to do it. It's not one. Yeah, like, I, I didn't know. want to go see. Uh, we uh-huh. want to give a shout out to Brianna. Wait, I didn't want to go see your your TV show. I told Jimmy, you go. I don't want to go. I'm so disappointed. All these crappy things we have to go to, and I walk out bored to death. Boy, am I happy <laughs> that I went to yours because I love the show and I had a ball at yeah. the party. 
Also, you guys, we need to tell. First of all, uh, everybody, tell tell the world what is your Twitter? Because in the chat room, they're trying to figure out what everybody's Twitter is. So, Melba, uh, Alisa, you do yours first. I already told them, but okay, go ahead. Well, first off, first off, in the Twitter room, every everyone um, should know we are singledom series on everything. So, series meaning web series. So it's singledom, which is the name of the show, and then series. So singledom series. That is the Twitter for the show. My Twitter and for the, it's Twitter and Instagram for both. For me, my Twitter and Instagram is Melbadelphia, which it stands for Melbourne and Philadelphia. It's a play on both cities. I grew up and lived in Melbourne, Australia for most of my life and now live in Philadelphia. So it's Melbadelphia. So there you go. How that comes to be. Awesome, so you guys, too. Oh, mm-hmm. We got to tell I people. I wish I knew my to see, to, see, to see the show, you guys, well, we have to actually tell everybody. You guys, the show, it's, it is a web series. It's a 10 to 12 minute episodes. It's distributed through YouTube and social media platforms. Or you can go to singledomseries.com, which is S I N G L E D O M S E R I E S, singledomseries.com. Their YouTube is right. Singledom Series. The Facebook is Singledom Series. William, are you on Twitter? Yes, I am. You can uh, tweet me and follow and retweet all the great stuff at William L. Prez. That's W-I-L-L-I-A-M, capital L, P-R-E-Z-Z. They owe two Z's. All right, Carmen, Instagram what are you well. on Twitter? What you sorry? What, what's Hello? your Twitter, Carmen? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, my Twitter and Instagram are both uh, Ms. Carmencita, that's M Z underscore C-A-R-M-E-N-C-I-T-A. And it's M-Z. Carmesita, do you know something? I love you, Joe, very much. You're Spanish girl, no? You're Puerto Rican, Cubana. Uh-oh, Hello. Oh, papi, 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 give me a kissy. <laughs> my daughter, my daughter went out. Tiffany, she was engaged. Miss what? Tiffany no, my uh, Tiffany. What is Tiffany's? Oh, uh, my Twitter is Tiffany Stage. That's T I F F A N Y S T A G E. All right, and like, have you been on? Were you on the production from the beginning? I was. I was. Um, we actually started out with three writers when we were conceptualizing. And just like outlining the episodes, how many episodes we were going to develop, and before we even started really script writing, um, we started out with a young man, and he was in college, and he was a stand-up comedian. He was really great, but he just couldn't um, dedicate the time that was needed because I mean, and he's not a professional at the event, like. You know, He's not we, a professional. Professionals it. work for nothing to get the creative yeah, juices I mean, going. He was in college, so to his. To yeah, his he's defense, not going to go anywhere. Like, Give me his number. I'll call him and tell him he's not going anywhere. And, but it's like a lot. You know, you're going to classes, you have to study. He no, lives no, on no. campus. No. He was no, young. I, he I was started young. at 17 like years young. old. No, 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 no. no <laughs> anyway, I, don't like I mean, don't get me wrong, Ron. I'm the same way. I've been working since I was 14. My mom that, and, is And you know what, sweetheart? It she shows. Does, she doesn't play. It shows that you're working since you're 14. <laughs> you it work. absolutely shows in your work. Because if you if you had just started working last week, 
that show would not be what it is. What I like about your show, and I must critique it, is it's not a laugh a minute like some of these sitcoms on te- on television. They they have the, the piped in laughter, and every second, oh, oh, friggin' annoying. Your show, at least we get some dialogue, we get some interest, then we get a joke, then we get some kissing and romancing, then we get a joke. It's a beautifully balanced production. And I love the fact that you're not throwing humor at us and making us bored with it. Anything in excess, like me talking so much, is boring. <laughs> so go, go, girl. Get it's it. It's very well written. I so love what are you, that you can laugh at yourself. I love that. that just, I do it, laugh at myself because everybody else does. So what the hell am I going to be left out of the party? <laughs> <laughs> so William and Carmen, what do you guys think of the writing of the whole thing? You're I, love, actually, I love it. You're acting it. You're actually in it. You're involved. Uh, how was it for you guys? Um, like when you went to the premiere and like everybody was laughing at, at, at your performance, you know, and how good your performance was. How was that for you guys? Um, go ahead, Tom. You can um, address this first. Yeah, we like Harmony um, better than I, you was, anyway. I mean, it was exciting to see all our hard work pay off, to see everyone enjoy. I think um, it was it was uh, the best feeling out of everything, you know, because it feels good um, to be in front of a camera. Like, I tell everyone, that's my drug of choice. That's my high to act, to be in front of a camera. It's the, it's the, the feeling. But um, it's it's an even better feeling to see that what you've done is so uh, well accepted by everyone, and everyone is just is laughing, laughing at things that you know we didn't know they were gonna laugh at, or sometimes when I thought they were gonna laugh, they didn't laugh. And you know, it's just just to see how everyone interprets it and everyone enjoyed it was was. Carmen, Carmen, I want to say something to you, and I'm telling you now like I'm your dad. Listen to me. I'm old enough to be your granddad. But anyway, listen to me. Do not ever ever go to an acting school do you never never take coaching from anybody because what you've got on camera is natural if you lose that you're going to become like the rest of the people out there looking for work you're an unusual character you have beautiful moves you're a beautiful girl nice voice you work you you're an, and you're an exceptionally good actress so do not spoil it by becoming polished, professional, and fabulous. I could have gone to acting school and I could have learned to get rid of my Brooklyn accent and not be so crazy. Guess what? I would be in an old age home now with my false teeth falling on the floor if I had them. Instead, I'm on a radio show and I'm all over the place and I'm making movies. Why? Because I stayed me. And you know what? There ain't nobody else like me but me. And there's nobody else like you. Like you. So sell it, girl. I like Thank that. you so much. Thank you. I'll definitely take that advice. Appreciate it. So, William, your turn. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, looking at yourself on screen from a third-person perspective, it's it's really weird for me. I'm very anal about how I, you know, my acting style, like myself on the screen. But, you know, just getting the response back that we've gotten from the premiere, from the series episodes that have been airing now, it just really, you know, puts everything in perspective and you know with the writing that's been taking place that took place you know it makes everything sm- flow re- really smooth i want you know, to that's tell why you, you see the too. chemistry on there that's why you know the interaction between me and carmen is just so natural because the writing was natural and it wasn't forced the acting wasn't forced it wasn't uh it wasn't any egos on there and you know people are seeing that and they're enjoying that and you know this whole series is relatable to some people so when you see people and they give you know feedback from it, you can kind of like take it in a humble way because it's like you know people have come up to me like, "Yo, man, like you guys are really good." It's a lot of series that are out, you know, not knocking anybody else, 
But, you know, this by far has to be the best web series that's out right now due to the acting, which is portrayed through the, through the, through the writing or due Actually, to the writing. Yeah. Okay, let me acting. give you a tip like I gave Carmen. The reason okay. that you're in this TV series is because they liked everything about you, the way you look, the way you move, the way you talk, and the way you maybe make mistakes. You're natural. You're a good actor. Do not watch yourself that. and critique yourself and polish yourself into another boring actor. Stay individual, stay unique. Your uniqueness is what will get you places. Thank you, Matt. That's, a, that's that. a truth. I'm going to I, I, I never watch really, my work. First really of all, quickly, I scream, I, I look old, can I, I look fat. something? I, um, Go ahead. I had, yes. worked, <laughs> I had worked with William before um, as an actress. You know, we, we had done a show together. And when we were writing and we were coming up with the idea of who Wayne was going to be, Right. To be honest with you, he was the first person that popped in my head. Wow. Mm -hmm. You know, but but when you're when you're writing and you're also an actor and it's also you're going to approach someone you know, you know, you don't want to just automatically be like, Okay, I'm just gonna ask them to play this role because they could come in and read it totally different and it not be what you imagined. But what was the cherry on top? was that he did come in and he did do it exactly the way that we imagined it. You know what I mean? Because I'm weird like that. Like, I don't like to reach out to my actor friends because I know how I am when one of my friends sends me a casting call. It's like, all right, is this going to be like some my friend thing? I am expecting you to do this because you are my friend and then it's going to be crappy. Mm. You know oh, what I mean? So true. I'm hesitant no. to always reach out to my yeah. colleagues because they don't know my work ethic on this side of things. But I think singledom has set a precedent far beyond what any of us have expected. I know that go. anyone yeah, but, now but, but, that I call or Kyrie calls, they're going to be Johnny on the spot because they've seen singledom and they're like, wow. But don't feel that way about because they're friends. I'm old Hollywood. I've been in the business 54 years now since I'm Mm -hmm. 18 years old. So if we didn't help each other, nobody would get work. I have called friends and said, hey, listen, I just auditioned something. It's not for me. I think you could do it. And they would go and get the part. So I don't think that that feeling that you're doing it at friendship or out of of having to. She just meant at friendship if it wasn't any good. No, I know that. I know that. (laughs) Even a bad actor who stinks, a guy that stinks, who you may think is horrible. He could probably get a part somewhere because sometimes they're looking for boring, stupid nerds that can't act to make a film to make a film funny. Look at half of these films they have today. All these jerky guys are in there acting like morons. I mean, past wind and having diarrhea attacks and doing all kinds of gross, disgusting things in these films. What what good actor would do such a thing to themselves? Nobody. But some loser, half-ass jerk would certainly go there because look, I'm in the movies. You know, I'm having a diarrhea attack out a window. I'm in the movies. I'd sooner die than be in that film. I hope you, you guys don't have anybody having a diarrhea attack in an episode. Nah, that, we haven't seen it's, a, it's a class act show. And I want to say, Jim and Ron, we also had a spanking soundtrack. 
And, um, you know, we've been able to, I was able to use a lot of my resources in, in having the indie music show. The theme song is um, written by a friend of mine um, who I've interviewed on the show before, Robert Corvillis, who you all might know from Stansley Music Factory. Yeah. He was cute. And also, he was all, they were also Corvillis and Cole producers who produced so much of Mariah's stuff. They even produced Whitney's I'm Every Woman, the, the, the Chaka cover. They produced that. They wrote a lot of Mariah's stuff. They produced One Sweet Day. Now, Robert Corvillis and David Cole were the biggest, you know, producers some of the biggest producers um, and writers in the last uh, 20 years. And luckily they gave us, because Robert's an indie artist now, David Cole died, but Robert's an um, indie producer, but he's made you're talking, all his money. He you're talking to the money. wrong he's one. I have not a clue who any of these people are. I know who they are. Now, to get <laughs> even with you, Clark Abel, Loretta <laughs> Young, Barbara you Stanwyck, June Robert Allison... I'm going to get even with you. Oh, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on. Right, I, want back, I want to go back, though. I want to go back because... I want to go back because William... William... This, is, this is like a great thing. You don't know everybody dance now? Yeah, oh, he does. God. If he heard it, he You know would who know I it. know? I'm still with Madonna, I think. Voguing. <laughs> no, he would know CNC. I'm voguing. If he heard CNC Music Factory, he would know it. He would know no, it. No, I, I know, know your buddies. I know your buddies. Now, things that make you go, hmm... Yeah, he would know it if he heard it. I do know your buddy, Kathy. And of course, you know Whitney's version of uh, um, of I'm Every Woman. Well, he produced that. No, but I know your buddy, Kathy Sledge. Kathy Sledge from uh, Sister Sledge. No, I'm just talking. I don't care about the, I'm sorry. I know your friend Kathy Sledge, who's Sister Sledge. I was so excited to meet her that night. I made, a, I made an ass of myself. I was screaming and jumping. I said, "Oh my God!" Hold on, oh you guys. God. Okay, okay. Hold on, because I want to go back. Because we got to wrap. We have to from from the 80s. That's yeah. me, baby. 1980 and Everybody in the chat room knows everybody dance now. But I want to go back Never to one thing that it. William said. Yeah, you would if you heard it. Mm -hmm. uh, William made a, a good point, and I think that it's a reflection on uh, Kyrie and Tiffany, um, that it's like real-life situations and like the stuff that happens is stuff that happens in real life and how it translates and how people can identify with what goes on in the series because everybody else is living it. And I think right. that's a, a very right. big point and why people are going to like this series and why everybody needs to tune in and start on episode one and catch up to episode five yeah. that's coming out tonight. And what time are you on tonight? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. What network? Eight o'clock. YouTube. YouTube. YouTube, 8 o'clock, folks. 8 Everyone, Eastern time. Eastern time. Eastern time, 8 o'clock. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter Eastern time because it's YouTube, so it goes up oh, to Oh, YouTube goes up to everybody. Ron's still learning and, and YouTube. And you just got a YouTube page. Yeah, so if anyone today. wants to catch up, they can catch up right. now. So here's what we're going to yeah, do. Exactly. I want to just, I want to give, give everybody like a... Sledge's daughter's uh, episode. Oh, it's tonight. Okay, yeah. Kathy Sledge's daughter's no, episode is tonight. Oh, good, good, good. She's a pretty girl. Actually, yeah, Tiffany, you have a gorgeous girl. daughter also. Say hello to your gorgeous daughter. She's a sweetie pie, too. And, uh, Alisa, you have a gorgeous, fabulous daughter. Say hello to your fabulous, gorgeous daughter. Everybody needs to turn in tonight. Singletonseries.com, episode five. If you haven't seen episodes one through four, go on YouTube or singletonseries.com. Watch all four of them. They're only 10 or 12 minutes long. It doesn't take a long time to watch it. It is the best, best, uh, <laughs> best web series I've ever seen, and I've been involved with lots of them. And... All of you that want to go to the ice cream parlor, let's get a date. Let's all meet at the ice cream parlor. And we're not paying the check. Everybody pays their own because we're poor. <laughs> I mean, we have a cheesy radio show coming out of a cell. I mean, you know, can't get any worse than this, baby. It's like burlesque years ago. 
So everybody pays for their own ice cream, and then we could all meet and have a good time. There you go. That I think it would be good. fun, and, I, and I'll interview you all on film and take pictures so we can push. Yeah, because we're going to be on a new TV station, and we need to do, we have to do some cool interviews. So it'll be a lot of fun. So everybody, follow at yeah. Singledom Series. We want to thank. We want to thank William, Carmen, hey, Eliza, all of you guys, Tiffany, all you guys for coming on. We really do. I hope the show is the biggest success the ever biggest. and that you it guys, and I want be. you guys to be like household name superstars. You deserve it. You're very, very talented. And we want to thank you guys for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Love you all. Thank, thank, you, for having us. thank you. Thank you so much for having us all on. And it was uh, our pleasure and privilege to come on. You've been very generous. Uh, to to have us and speak so kindly and and we appreciate your uh, support. Well, listen, I don't blow smoke up anybody's ass. If you stink, you don't come on the show. I don't talk nice about you. I mean, I've had people on the show that were total dicks, and I didn't even say a word. I didn't even say goodbye to them because I hated them. You know, I mean, oh, people think who God. the hell they are. They come on the show, they throw shit at you like you're supposed to bow to them. Not me, baby. I say goodbye <laughs> and silently. Goodbye, go f yourself. But you guys oh, are really? I'm not allowed to curse because of iHeartRadio. They keep yelling at me. iHeart says, you <laughs> dirty mouth. You're always cursing. Fuck it. I don't care. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I want to be free. I want to be me. Get him right. All right, you guys. Me. All right. We got Jesse Dickens. We're coming for your butt. <laughs> I love all of you guys. Thank you so much. Good That's luck with everything. We'll talk to you soon. And really, really, yeah, everybody tune in tonight. Yeah, we are him. Bye, Bye everybody. Love you guys. See you ciao, later. Ciao. Bye. 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 You know, ladies and gentlemen, everybody listening, you know, boys and girls and whatever you are, um, I love my job. Sometimes I hate my job, but this time I loved my job because I met a bunch of wonderful young actors and actresses that my heart went out to because they're so in love with their parts, their film, their TV show, and they are one of the most beautiful groups of Americans I have ever met. It was really fabulous, you guys. I'm not kidding. When we say that it's Proud really, to really be an good. American. When we say this is a really, really good show, this is a really, really good show. We hope they get it on television, television soon. Mm -hmm. uh, they even may be putting no, Ron in could, season they could two. They could stay on, on the thing. The but freaking you can monetize the, it more. The computer is the new way to go. That's Television's true. out. Look at what's his name went on a uh, computer. Some big shot now just put his show on computer. I forgot who it was. Major star. The computer's the way to go. Soon you're going to plug your computer into a screen on the wall and get every single TV show from all over the world. Like if you want to see an Italian program, you can just click on Italy. Or, or if you want an Israeli program or French, whatever you want. Or if you want to get, what's the name in French? What's the name that comes in our show all the time? The nice girl. I don't know. The French, the Belgium chick. Oh, Irish Ginger. Irish Ginger. ginger. Irish. You could click on Irish Ginger and get her show. Actually, we should give a shout out to Irish. Do Ginger. we get her show? Her, sh we, her show is on this network. We, you just have to turn oh. in. Oh, I didn't know that. So, but I don't. My French is not very good. It doesn't have to be. She's, it's an English show. She's on it with Rebel. Yeah, but her English is not very good. Yeah, it is. I just Jimmy yells at me. Don't say that. I've listened to her, Jimmy. Her English is not so. And that's why she has English people to help. Oh, okay. So everybody tune into the Irish Ginger <laughs> Yells at me show. all the time. Oh, he's always yelling at me. I'm Irish, always... Turn into the Irish He's such a scaredy show. cat to say I'm things. Not, that wasn't an insult. I'm okay, being everybody. honest. So everybody turn into... Right, the, she speaks fluent the English. Irish, perfect. Give me a break. Tune into the Irish Ginger Show Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio. Because she's a doll of a girl. She's fabulous. And she plays. And she also plays great music and great well, I don't interviews. I know about her music, but I know she her... Plays from Spectra my interviews artists. with her, she's very sweet and she's very kind and she's very good to me. And I meant no malice by that. God, no. 
And everybody, uh, now what we're going to do is take on a, uh, they have a hip-hop, super hip-hop guest this week, I guess. 5 p.m. on W4CY on Fridays. In the meantime, we're going to play a new song, you guys. We have an artist on Spectrum Music Group. Her name is Lena. She's a gold-selling artist. Um, she's on tour right now in a revival of something where she plays like Etta James or something, I think. But, oh, Etta James. But, uh, or one of those people. But, but she has a new song, though. The name of the single is called Your Love. Coming. It's coming out uh, on the 30th, which was next Tuesday. It comes out next Tuesday. Right. The name of the song is Your Love, and it's by Lena. And here it goes, everybody. Even though he loves me wrong 
That's uh, name of the song is Your Love. It's going to be available on iTunes and all the digital download sites on Tuesday, next Tuesday, the 30th of August. You could put this one in my car for sure. It's a nice song. It's got good lyrics. It's got a great sound. She knows how to hold a note. She can sing. I knew you were going to like that one. Well, she can sing. I respect talent. It's a nice arrangement. The it's chat a, room liked it, too. Yeah, it's a pretty little song to like drink to when you're miserable because you hate somebody that you were in love with. Like you lay there playing like dramatic, like, oh, I don't want to Chad, what anymore. did you think of that? Smooth. It's like kind of nice. like very throwback good, good song. Very yeah, throwback. I like the punch. I like the jazz in it and the soul. It was good. I liked it. My, my kind of muzeka, definitely. Yeah, I liked it too. I like it very much. Put it in the car. Absolutely. Here we go, in the car. I guess we should be welcoming our vixen. Is she on? No, she's not I don't on know. She's, she probably jumped off that thing and... No, you'll see it there she, she got smothered in the mattress. You, she hit the, you know, she's jumping 40 feet. She didn't jump. I know, because she had a cold. <laughs> <laughs> Ron was very happy with that. So, Chad, what's up with you? Everything good? All is good over here in West Palm Beach, Florida. I thought you guys were moving back down south. Where are you? We don't know where we're going exactly yet. I don't want us to get jinxed, because every time we announce it to people, like, we get jinxed. It's a coin but, toss. Uh, oh, I see. But I'm actually coming to South Florida next week after the show to, to visit Pops and to work on the honey a little bit. There it is. Right there. Right there. There Oops. you go. Where'd it go? Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> we got it all going on. Lots of cool things going on, and, and we'll see sure. see where it all takes us. Where are you going? <laughs> oh, he's fixing the light. He just gets up and goes. <laughs> Later. That's like funny. I think that's funny. No, he's coming back. He's fixing the lights. We're still working out all these like little uh, kinks and everything that's going on. So what are you gonna do? Got to keep it all going. But uh, uh, I think everybody liked the Lena song, so that's cool. Though again, it's available uh, July thirtieth, and the IVL song for you young hip hop hopsters uh, is already available. In a little bit, we're gonna play H Town's Green Light because that's a new single by H Town, and everybody knows H Town. They did that song "Knocking the Boots," and they got a new single, and it's coming out I think in September. Jimbo, I got uh, Hollywood Vixen for you. There you go. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hello. How are you guys? <clears throat> We're good. Your dad's fixing the lights, so he's not on the air at the moment, but he'll be back. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you? You didn't jump. You didn't jump. No. Tell us. I know I've been sick. I, my voice is still kind of really scratchy and screwed up. I got sick on Saturday, so then I went to um, my doctor, Dr. Mary, at the Remedy Room here in New Orleans. is awesome. I love her, and it's the greatest place ever. And I went to her, and I said, you know, I think I'm getting sick. I need some shots. So she gave me a B12 shot, a steroid shot, and some decongestant shot. Well, that worked for the day, but the flu still got me, and um, I was okay for a few hours on Saturday, and then I just like died Saturday night and then Sunday I couldn't get up I was like so phlegmy and sick and gross and I was so pissed because I really wanted to do the jump so I was texting one of the guys that put it together Scott and uh, was on Facebook and we're so far we're number one for our region which is great I'm super happy about that but it actually got rained out halfway through so a lot of people didn't get to jump oh so you might get to do a makeup huh 
Will you get to do a makeup then if they no, like get to, if they I finish wish. it? There's no no, there's no makeup, which is totally unfair. I mean, we're we're in the number one spot right now, which is great, you know. But we still have other cities that have to do it as well. But what sucks is that we could have maybe held the number one spot, you know, for the whole entire duration of the of the sh- of the challenge, if we hadn't had the rain, you know. So it's not fair that not that not everybody got to jump and you know build up the the board. So right. Well, when they come to Philadelphia, I'm jumping off a 150-foot crane into a, a spaghetti strainer, and I bet you we're going to beat you guys out. <laughs> well, that's not right. <laughs> screw you, man. What the, what, the spaghetti strainer or the 150-foot jump? No, oh, screw you that you're going to beat us out. Hell no. I'm a, nah, I am not losing. <laughs> I love it. Okay, well, we're we're glad we're sorry that you missed it, but we're glad you're rooting for the team and the team is doing well, and we're glad that you're we're glad that you made it with us today, and you sound you sound much better. I do, but my voice is still like I sound like I sound like an old Jewish lady going to play mahjong, darling. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. All of my friends sound like that. Um, now, I know. <laughs> listen, listen, I have something sad to tell you. Oh, no. I just found out last night that Robert um, Spencer passed away four months ago. Oh, no way. Well, yeah, Spence. Spence was 94 oh. years old. That, that's Mr. Blackwell's lover of 59 oh, yeah. years, uh, Robert Spencer, oh. who was a very, very dear, dear friend of mine. I don't know where the hell I was that I wasn't told by anybody, but nobody seemed to either mention it or care. I guess he wasn't a big movie star. But anyway, yeah, Bob Spencer passed away. 94, he did pretty well. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a lot of years. I don't feel he so was, bad. He was know? a sweet guy, wasn't he? Yeah, he was very, very nice. Very, Very nice, nice fellow. Oh, you know what, too? Make sure you say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody in the chat room. What's going on, everybody? There I you go. There's quite a few now, of you in there. Now, Deirdre, answer me a question. If a building fell on you tomorrow, would that uh-huh. be an indication that Louisiana is not good luck for you? Um, I don't know. Yes, no, maybe so. Um, what are you really getting at with this question? The question is, what do you need? What do you need to wake up? You get you get sick for the jump. You got this. I mean, that place is just not a good luck zone. Did no, you meet a guy not. there yet? No. So that's a very bad zone. The <laughs> man free zone. Your your sister is it is at the Lido Beach Club today oh. with 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 Jill and a bunch of her girlfriends, sunning herself, probably oh, getting picked up by guys. And you're there with a cold. You should be. You know what? You should find out though while you're in Louisiana if they're gonna film a Hatchet Four there, because they filmed Hatchet One, Two, and Three there, and like that always has cool horror movie stars that you know. And like I just thought about it now because I saw Hatchet got put up on Netflix. And you're a good scream queen. Yeah. I've heard you scream in the house many times. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly at me. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. I Um, think that. You should check that out and see, though. Like, I'm starting to look now to find out what different kinds of things are going on everywhere. Um, so if I find anything, I'll, like, send it your way because I think that you can scream yeah, better than all the scream what? queens. Oh, she can scream, I, trust me. I feel She's like somebody scream. just told me about – it's a scary movie, and, I, you know, I have to ask her. My roommate, because her boyfriend's a sound man, and he was doing some, some uh, horror movie in October, and she's like, you should get in on it. And I want to say, I don't know if it's Hatchet 4 now. i got to ask her. Does, Does her boyfriend have a guy for you, maybe? No, no, no. Not, no. Your, not your speed. I don't like her boyfriend. No. no oh, you don't like, oh, that's you, good to tell everybody. You, I don't <laughs> like the boy. 
I won't tell anybody. Tell me. I will not tell a soul. I won't even have anybody listen to this. the time you're a screamer? No. Everybody, everybody, and the, everybody listening to this, everyone listening to this show, please, please do not listen to what we're going to talk about No, now. don't do that. Come on. Yeah, no, I can't talk about her and her boyfriend on the air. It's not, it's not been fun, but, um... Yeah, no, I, she knows how I feel about it, and I just, I don't like it. You, sh- you should, though, see if they're filming Hatchet 4 just in Louisiana. Google it or something and see, because, yeah. like, like, you could be a good one for that. Uh, yeah, you really could. I, think- I was oh. off at a horror movie role. I turned it down. Oh. Because I won't do them. I don't want to do them. I wouldn't say do them. They're not no, the- you should do them. Those low-budget yeah, crappy horrible. films, they're horrible. They're junk. Hatchet's not that low-budget. Well, I mean, the crap that they offer me, $2 productions done with a Keystone camera. I mean, you know, and they put a candle next to you for the lighting. Okay, and, and the whole production Which we're gonna is going to get to talk about. We're going to get to talk They're about like, indie like films that. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, this no, is I will like never that. do one of those things ever. Ever. One of those, like, they make a whole movie for $10,000 in somebody's garage. So Please. I didn't see anything, anything cool going on in Hollywood. Like, I was well, in, the, in the grocery store stand. Did you find anything cool going out that we could tell everybody not about? Not really. Irritating things like, you know, Ryan Gosling and Ava Mendes are having a baby boy, allegedly. Yay. I'm so happy for them. You um, know, give up, give but, up on him. He's not worth it. <laughs> Your dad doesn't see the, 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 the intrinsic value of Ryan I don't Gosling. Think, I he don't doesn't see think he's anything cute. hot about him, anything sexy about him. He looks like an altar boy. He's just got like such a like an Irishy looking blah face. He doesn't have any sex in his face or in his body. He's lean. He's not. I don't know. I don't get it. But I guess everybody has their own, cho- you know, pieces. He was really good though in the movie that he plays the attorney and like Anthony Hopkins but kills have, his I wife. Have, I have some Hollywood gossip. The girl, the girl that was in the Hunting Games. What's her name? Hunger Games. Hunger Games. What's her name? Jennifer Lawrence is the highest paid actress today. Wow. And Angie was in there. Angie, Angie still holds the highest paycheck of $25 million for Maleficent. But this girl, whoever she is, this pretty girl, she's a beautiful girl, too. Jennifer, What's her yeah. name again? Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. She's one of the highest paid actresses in Hollywood. She's oh. like 17 years old or something. No, and she, she, now she's 21. But and she tw- made like three films, and now she's one of the highest paid. Isn't that amazing? No, she's made more than three. Well, however, I mean, three yeah, big ones. The, the Hunting Game and what else? Well, two Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Why well, I keep calling Hunger? Hunting. Well, she got nominated for an Academy Award for her very first film when she was 17. I forgot the name of it. And then she got nominated for an Academy Award this year. At 21, she's had two Academy Award she's nominations. She's a beautiful, beautiful girl. And she's then Hunger Games is based on a best-selling book. It's like, well, like yeah. Twilight and I stuff. I like her better blonde than with black hair. Yeah, me too. I heard yeah, I, don't like was, I heard rumors she was a gay looking. girl. I heard that she was gay. I don't think she is though, because like her boyfriend is the guy from the X Men. That don't yeah, matter. People, you know, gay. gay people have marriages and children, Jimmy. Oh, I know that, but I don't think. Uh-huh. I think you know. I think Hollywood's getting crazy now. Everybody's making everybody else be gay, and I think that needs to stop. Not no, but I, I don't think she denied it. You know, she sort of like blew it off, like George Clooney with this marriage he's having. I mean, I don't know what's going to go on with that. Y- you know, I what, guess too- the studios are pressuring him to 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 do something to. I don't know, to kill the rumors that go on about poor George being gay. You know what, though? I'm trying to get people from Orange is the New Black on here. And you know who's, when I was researching him, you know who's in Jurassic Park 4? That girl who played the female guard on Orange is the New Black, the skinny girl. She's like the lead person. She's number three on the list. I forgot her name. Well, you know, know who I'm either. talking about? You know who I'm talking about, yeah, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know what she looked like. She looked like uh, olive oil. Yeah. 
she's a new but not attractive, yeah, not attractive girl, but she'll probably be a great actress. Because sometimes women that are not attractive have fifty and sixty year careers. It's these gorgeous girls that, when they're thirty five, are finished. Well, yeah, they yeah, want well, more character. They want. I'm finding now they all want real. You know what's so amazing is like you either fall into two piles. Either you're the the hot stud or the gorgeous blonde, you know, model young girl, or you have to just be very ordinary and very real. Because if you're ordinary, Deirdre, you I've been telling you that life. for how many years. Do not have an acting lesson. You will ruin who you are. You no, are no, that's not he just told that to the people on the radio. Yes, a minute you ago. have. A, no, I know no, you no, so well. They want you point. trained. They absolutely Do, want you trained. No way. No way. But you have such qualities about you. You have mannerisms. You have gestures. You have ways of speaking, looking, moving, walking that are so unique that the camera will love it. You're camera bait. There's no it's question about like it. it. It's kind of like a catch-22, though, because you're stuck in the middle. Like, you need it for some because you can't get the roles. But, like, I don't know. It's, it is like a catch-22. Well, if Deirdre well, did this seriously when, when she was 18, she would have been a star in, today. They can totally tell whether you've, you've, you've done your homework or not. You know, you can totally see a difference of somebody who doesn't know what the hell they're doing, and they, they think they know what they're doing, and they try to wing it as opposed to a person who's trained. You mean you know, an actor. That's a big topic of conversation nowadays. An, an actor. You get really pissed off when you walk in and you don't know what you're doing and you just wake up one day and decide to be an actor and you have the balls to walk in there and think that you're just going to act. You know, well, you don't know the first thing well, about that, it. That, that doesn't work all the time. There was a wonderful Italian actress years ago called Anna Magnani. She was an Italian actress and did two films in this country, which were great success. She's one of the honorary actresses <laughs> of, of our generation. She's won Academy Awards. She never took an acting lesson in her life. And when they interviewed her, I remember the interview, they said, how is it that when you go before a camera, you're so sensational? She said, because I am the character. And that's all you have to be is give, be truthful to the character, and you've got the part. But if you go in there and start to reinvent the character and make the character to be professional, slick, and clean, doesn't work. Anna Magnani never had her hair done. It was wild. She was screaming all the time, throwing things, ripping her house dress off with her brassiere showing. She was real. Right, and, and that's all she did, though. She didn't have I, any sort of versatility or anything else. That's all. Well, you, you, you're familiar with Anna's work, right? Be hysterical. You know? Written on the so Wind was one of her best films with Anthony Quinn. Actually, too, somebody in the chat room just wrote that the Winter's Bone was the Jennifer Lawrence movie. That was like one of her first films when she got an Academy yeah, Award nomination. I remember that movie. But I find all the people that act today that become superstars are themselves. Like Angie Voigt, for an example. She is who she really is when she started off and she did that wonderful film about Gia. That was a fabulous film, Gia. And, and Angie was just portraying a part of her personality. Well, she studied with Strasbourg for quite a few years. Yeah, I know, but I don't Stop. see any of Strasbourg in it. Dr. I don't Stark. see any of it. She's totally uncandid. I don't know. I think, though, that like a lot of these people who are famous now that you think just got famous have been doing this a long time. A long like, time. That kid, Jimbo. that kid in Hunger Games who's the lead with Jennifer Lawrence, she, he's like I just saw a movie when he was about eight years old that he was the star of. He's been making movies for 20 years already. Mm -hmm. Jimbo, well, I, I got did, your 415. Yeah. I got your 415 there. Good. Oh, good. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, Jimmy. Thanks for having me. How, can you tell me how do I correctly pronounce your first name? Oh, it's Mila. Mila. Okay, everybody, welcome Mila Hudson to the Jimmy Star Show. Before we get started, let me introduce everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, Mila. 
Nice to have you on board. And you could join in on our conversation about acting and what makes an actor really work on the screen. After we introduce you to everybody. Yeah, well, he always does that baloney with (laughs) Then we got our Hollywood vixen. We have our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Serego. Hey, Mila. How are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. As I cough up along. Hello, Mila. <coughs> Mila, welcome to the show. Die out the marijuana. There you go. And then we got a chat room, Mila. Say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everyone in the chat room. <laughs> there you go. So, everybody, this is Mila. She's an actress. She's a filmmaker. And she's done plays, TV productions, commercials, independent films. And we're actually having a conversation about uh, films in general and independent films because Ron doesn't like independent films. He made one, and it was a low-budget film, and he hated everything thing that has to do with it and well uh, you know you're you're not doing a broad statement there uh you're narrowing (laughs) it a broad statement about that is there are indie films that are high budget that are with professional actors that are terrific but when you do a fifteen thousand dollar film and you haven't got anybody in it that's ever acted before and you're using a keystone camera on a tripod you know with a bolt with a with a flashlight it's not going to be a quality film or a great film what I'm saying is, actually, we were talking about acting. Tell me a secret. When you started acting, how did you project yourself? How did I project myself? Yes, um, ma'am. Well, I guess I, I use um, like social networks to get myself out there. And no, no, I don't mean that. I mean, how I did you doing. project yourself on the screen? That's what I mean. That's not, uh, an easy, that's not a direct question. You've got to like... No, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about. Did you na- take acting lessons, or did you just go cold? Well, now you blew the whole. Qu- now you ruined my whole <laughs> no, thing. No, because big I, mouth. yeah, but that's not how you would ask the question. No, I ask questions the way I do. She, she understood. In other words, I wanted to know when you got your script and you read your character, how did you design and portray that character? character? With yourself oh, okay, or well, the character? Yeah. Well, every time I get a script and um, you read your character, I pretty much like I actually make like a playlist and I actually figure out who they are as a real person because it's always easier to play someone that you know rather than trying to figure it out like uh, you know later and and whatnot. But yeah, like um, like Jimmy asked too. Like I I did take acting lessons and they teach you you know either relate to something that has happened in the past or yeah, um, you know, just specifically being the moment, but. I actually yeah. want to know though, because like I read, I read on your thing that you, that that uh, uh, I guess I went to your IMDb page and it said that you did something that where you were part of the New York Talent Club. What is that? Oh, New York Talent Club is it's like a, a casting um, club in Poughkeepsie, New York. They do a lot of independent films and commercials and uh, whatnot. That's where I actually started with doing background work, and then I started getting principal roles. Oh, I like that. Well, so you're uh, from I'm, Poughkeepsie, New York. That's really upstate. She's Italian and Irish. Oh, half of, half of me like Italian. But let's not get off the acting <laughs> subject because I want to get some results here. My feelings are, I guess I'm an actor for many, many years. When I get a script, I read the character and I put myself in that character, but I react as the character would, not as I would. 
most actors today bring their own personality into a script. And when they react, they react as they would react, but not necessarily as how the character would react. That's the point I was trying to make with Deirdre. I'm not a believer in drama school. I'm not a believer in being coached. Either you have the talent to act or you don't. There's nothing worse than somebody that's been trained to the point of perfection and they give you a plastic uh, performance. I believe that, like these people we just had on our show now, these fabulous, fabulous African-American actors. I mean, they're wonderful. Singledom. It's a wonderful, it's a black show. It's fabulous. These actors are, are newcomers, but they put their heart and their soul into it, and their performances, each and every one, are real and beautiful. None of them have had acting lessons. So I was just telling Deirdre that sometimes acting lessons polish you and don't let you perform what you should do. Now, how do you feel about all that baloney? Um, yeah, I kind of agree with that, actually, because, I mean, most of the time, they, you can't really teach somebody how to react to a situation as if they were in real life. So, I mean, being, like, putting yourself into a character when you're playing that role is definitely important, rather than trying to use everything that you learn from every acting school and everything that everyone ever told you, because it's going to be different from each person. So what you really need to do is, I mean, you can't teach somebody to have passion, and that's what you really need to have in this industry is passion because if you just go on screen and fake it, everyone is going to know. And you, you have to be in the moment. When you're, you have to when you're that a child, person. when you're a child, and you want to get your mother's attention, you pretend you fall and hurt yourself and you start to cry. You're very convincing because you fooled the woman that gave birth to you. Now she really thinks you're hurt. Children have the ability to go into the character full-pledged. That's what actors have to do. Do what you did when you were a kid. If you were riding on a broomstick and it was a horse and you were shooting Indians, do that because that's what acting is. I believe yeah, absolutely. You. I feel like yeah, kids that, are, are so remarkable when they're acting because... Like they, they're just so they're so natural, and they have like more of an imagination than, you know, when you get older, you kind of lose your imagination. So, kids, they can do everything so much better. I believe. I mean, I love when you get a mm -hmm. great, great children actors like that. So, oh yeah. So you, I've interviewed quite a few of them, grown up, and they're still fabulous as grown ups. They haven't lost their childness. I'm still a child, and I think that's why I do a pretty good performance <laughs> because I can be a kid. And I can be silly, and I could be crazy, and I could be fun. I think this is fun because, like, having you on the show, um, uh, like, like, because you do a lot of indie stuff, and like, we've all done a lot of indie stuff. Deirdre's done a ton of indie films. I've done a ton. Ron's starting to do a ton. He's Not actually really. done I'm, more I'm regular stuff. I'm going back to Hollywood, <laughs> to the real film world. <laughs> no, I want cameras. I want, I want bounce cameras. And we were just, well, we were just talking. I want though. a red camera. We were just talking though, because we, uh, I told Deirdre, you know, Deirdre lives in, Deirdre's in Louisiana, and she's been doing a bunch of different films down in Louisiana, and um, and and where you do you live in Poughkeepsie now? Yeah. Uh, is there a very much of a is there very much of stuff going on in Poughkeepsie? Yeah, how do you, or do you, how do you get work? Else? How do you get work up in Poughkeepsie? Um, I feel like there's not really that much work up here. I actually go to New York City, and you know, I try to go from coast to coast, but. Pretty much I travel right. a lot, like wherever the work is. But upstate New York is really, it's not really bumping with the, uh, <laughs> with the acting. Uh, it's, really, okay. it's really difficult. Do you I mean, there are like independent to get films, work? but. Do you read back backstage to get, backstage to get work? Um, no, I haven't actually. Oh, because that's a good thing I, to I could go on to. there, but. 
backstage really lists everything that's happening, you know, in the Eastern Seaboard. Yeah, I like that. I want to get that too. Yeah, so I used to get a lot of work. So let's go back because I was telling Deirdre because like I think that first of all, I'm a horror movie aficionado, and you seem to um, you've you've had had your hand in several cool horror movie uh, kind of like projects. Um, and I was telling Deirdre because I think they're going to be filming Hatchet Four in Louisiana, and that she should see if she could get, you know, get in with that. But like, do you like horror movies, or you just get in them because they're easier to get in them? Or tell us a little bit about your horror background. <laughs> I I don't really mind doing horror films. I feel like that's what pretty much like like going back to independent films. I feel like a lot of people trying to get into films do horror because it is, I don't know, in my opinion, a little easier. Um, it is easier. But, uh, You're right. It's a lot easier. It's a lot easier. Yeah. A little, a so, lot. I, I tend to like stay away from them. I, I, I want to get into comedy most of all, but I do like doing more dramatic films and, and whatnot. But well, I, I never really get scared comedy. in real life. Comedy, so comedy is drama. <laughs> no, it's true. There's, there's comedy and drama. And if you could bring that out, then you're a hit. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Somebody dies and you could cry and laugh at the same time from the pain. So it becomes relaxing to the audience when you start to laugh. Because I laugh. When my grandmother died and she was in the coffin, I was 14 years old. And when we walked into the funeral home, I went hysterical laughing. And I felt so bad. Why am I laughing? My poor grandmother, who I adored, is dead in a coffin. And some people said to me, that's a nervous reaction. I think that's fun. Yeah, no, it's a true story. So I have a question, though, because it says you did a lot of plays in college, and I think, and when you were younger and stuff, <laughs> do, you, do you find doing plays? Because Deirdre's done a lot of plays also. I've never done a play. Have you done a play, Ron? Oh, I've been in many plays. I've never been in a oh, play many, where I like many, have many to be put plays. on spot in front of people, and many. if I mess up, I couldn't do it over again. No, I so lie. Do you find that to be difficult? No. Um, um, I guess not, I mean, not for me personally. I really never had a problem remembering lines or whatnot. I mean, it is it was, it was a little bit more like nerve-wracking because everyone's looking at you and you're like, oh my God, I really hope I'm not the one that messes it up tonight. But um, I feel like <laughs> theater is just a little bit more, um, I don't know, it's, theater is a little bit difficult for me because I feel like you I have like to over-exaggerate and rather just be in the moment, you know, <laughs> but... Deirdre, what do you think? Like, Deirdre, did you like... She's do, done plays, I know too. she's done them, but do you like play? Would you prefer, Would you like doing plays, Deirdre? I love plays. I like doing both film and, and stage. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're two different beasts. So, and the process oh, definitely. are both different. Definitely. You know, when you're thrown up on stage, you really got to know your shit. You know, you can't That's screw right. up. There's no, like, five takes. You know, um... You just you have to nail it, and when you don't, you have to pray to God that you have a really great co-star that can help get you back on track. <laughs> Either well, what, or I, some what I skills. do, yeah, exactly. No, normally, so, what I do, I hate this echo. I got this terrible background. Class. I know, we just got to let her finish talking. Okay, okay go what, ahead. Now you okay. Go. What I do is when I can't remember a total paragraph or two paragraphs because that happens, you go brain dead, I just make it up. And everybody goes hysterical. <laughs> the actors croak because they don't have their feed line, you know. And I just give them a wink, like, go, baby. Because, you know, at my age, it's impossible to remember lines at all. Uh, some stars that I know, and I won't mention their names because they're good friends of mine, when they come to New York and they have to do theater, they have a, a, a hearing aid in their ear, and their lines are being fed to them off stage. Mm -hmm. And that's difficult because you're on delay, because you're listening to your line, and it pauses you from giving your fellow actor the line. So it looks corny on stage, but 
I love theater, but I can't do it anymore because I really can't uh, remember lines at all. I've never done it. I'd like to try it. It's but... very difficult, Jimmy, because you have to remember your marks, your your what your character and your lines, and it takes a long time before it all becomes one, where you automatically hit your mark. You automatically know your character. All right, so let's go to ask because this is this is fun and different. So so Mila, like if uh, and everybody, Deirdre, you think about this. Ron, you think about it. Chad, you think about it too. Uh, like, like, think about all the movies and all the movie roles that have been out in the past. If you, if you could play any one character, what would be your ideal character? Like, who would you want to be, and what movie is it from? Hmm. Oh wow, that's a tough hmm. one. That's a very tough question. <laughs> that is a really we're, tough. We're, question. we're all actors. You know, what? Room, I would probably have to go with like, like Jennifer Lawrence right now is so hot, and I'm. We were just talking about her right like before you got on the phone. Yeah, we're talking about her. So I would have to be like the Hunger Games. Would be totally up my alley. What? 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 What role did you say? Um, Jennifer Lawrence's role in Hunger Games. There you go. Jennifer Lawrence yeah. in Hunger Games. Just I love like, those movies, by the way. I like the second one better than the first one. Yeah, they're Actually. all fantastic. I, I like her character is so badass. Yes. I, I still can't think of one that I would want to do. All right, Deidre, so you're up, so Deidre. So I can't think of one either, but I'm going to choose. I'm going like, to narrow it down. It, I definitely want it to be a love story. So I definitely want to be, like, I don't want to say The Notebook because it's not because of Ryan, but that's such a great love story. Um, and I also love, when, uh, um, oh God, I'm forgetting who plays the older woman, who plays Rachel McAdams' character, o- older in life, famous actress. Jesus, she played against James Garner. James Garner was her husband. Jenna uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Rollins? Oh, Gina Rollins. I love Gina. Gina I know Rollins. her, you know, from yes. Palm Springs. She's a doll. Uh, yeah. She's a like, wonderful woman. Smokes like to too much. Either, you know, either, either Jenna Rollins or Rachel McAdams' character. I just love, it's just a great love story. I mean, just to, just to feel that kind of love, like professionally, like that's something mm-hmm. that happens in your real life, mm-hmm. you know. And I okay. was, yeah. Jenna is a fabulous actress. There's no question about it. Her husband, John <laughs> Cassavetes, was a wonderful director as well as an actor, and he trained uh, Jen into doing that. She lives in I won't give the development, but it's in Indian, uh, not Indian. It's in uh, Mir- Rancho Mirage in Palm Springs, and I met her at the Country Club. She had a divine woman. Sweet, intelligent, breathtaking. All right, but go ahead. Who would you okay, pick? I, I'm an, I love and adore Cary Grant. So I definitely would want to be in To Catch a Thief or in North by Northwest, any of the Cary Grant films that he made in the uh, 1960s, 50s and 60s. Uh, because Cary Grant, to me, was the most natural, uh, f- sweet, funny kind of dramatic actor. He had all of it. He could deliver a dramatic line and at the end, wink, and make it charming. And I love Carrie. Grant. I got two then. I would. I, I want to be Kiefer Sutherland in The Lost Boys because that's like my freaking favorite movie of all time. And I, and I also want to be Richard Gere in Pretty Woman because that's my other favorite movie. So I'll take both of those. Okay, so then go, go the opposite way. If you could pick any person in the world to be your co-star in the film. Oh, that's easy for me. Um, who would you want to be? Uh, wait, Chad, you didn't say who you wanted to be. What movie you want to be in? I'm going with uh, Quint from Jaws. Okay. Oh, oh wow. That's, that's interesting. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I don't like that. All right. All right, Mila. So you go. Who would be your favorite co-star? Who do you want to be? Who, who would you like? If you could be in any movie with any co-star, who would you want to be in a movie with? Um, I'd have to say probably, oh, my God, it's so hard. Um, Diane Keaton. 
Okay. Oh, I love her. I think she is charming hilarious, and she just makes it look so effortless. I like Diane Keaton. She's like really her. a difficult person in real world. She's not as easy. <laughs> I wish she was easy on film as she is in real life. She's a difficult lady, my friend. You mean in real life as she is on film? On film, she's easygoing and sweet <laughs> yeah, as pie, but in real life, she's a difficult... She's like a real tough broad, like a chick with a dick. She's a tough broad. No, she's like an executive type. And she'll probably never be coming on our show now. No, 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 no. I mean that, I mean that, I mean that as a great compliment. She's a woman that executes her performances to the, to the point. She doesn't fool around. She's professional. Oh. She's, she's an incredible actress. Actually, Dave, Dave from Stars Now says James Stewart in It's a Wonderful Life. That's good, okay. but James Stewart was too wishy-washy. Cary Grant was divine. All right, so who and do he you was want, who, Who's yours? Who do you want My, to be? Oh, that's easy for me. I would love to play with Jane Russell, Grace Kelly, Audrey Hepburn, Marilyn Monroe, Barbara Stanwyck, okay, you're supposed to pick one. Davis. I'm giving you the whole crew. I mean, <laughs> oh, we could have so given a list. <laughs> But my number one would be my love because she was my best friend is Jane Russell. I would have loved to have made a movie. All right, Deirdre, you're up. Um, I would say for my choice, I would love to uh, co-star with Meryl Streep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, my God. I I thought you were going to say the boy that knocked up the girl. Uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. That'll be the next question. Love interest will be the next question. Oh. Okay, Okay, love interest will be the next question. Okay, so for me, I would pick Julia Roberts or... Or Lance, Lance Henriksen is my favorite actor, so Lance Henriksen and Julie Roberts. Chad, you're up. Nobody even knows who Lance Henriksen is. I guess is. for an action, I'm going Colin Farrell, <laughs> and for a romance, Penelope Cruz. Okay. Oh, Penelope Cruz. All right, so oh. now let's change it around, Mila. You get to go first. For love interest, and you could have a love interest of anyone you want, male or female, who do you want to bang? <laughs> That's not nice. Oh, my God. My celebrity crush for the longest time has been Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, though. He's a cute guy. Yeah, he is. I can't help myself. I can't help myself. I like that. <laughs> and I think Jake Gyllenhaal. He's super talented, too. Sherry, Taylor Swift. Okay. Oh, wait, what did you say, Deirdre? I said Jake Gyllenhaal popped Taylor Swift's cherry. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's okay. So who, who, who do you want to pop yours? <laughs> <laughs> um, I want Ryan Gosling to pop my 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 professional. He, he already did it to the I other broad. She's she really likes Ryan. That, that's funny. I really do. Well, okay. actually, I have a few people on my list that I would like to. Well, um, okay, give it. Give another one, another co-star besides Ryan Gosling, so you can shock us a little. Um, okay, here's one: Alexander Skarsgård. Oh wow! Oh my God, yeah. I don't even think he's good looking, but he's sure is a big star. He's oh, been yeah. in so many movies. And I'm not into blonde and blue eyes, but yeah. Okay, okay. His Chad Bell is also hot too. Chad, yeah, you're up. If you, <laughs> he said it already. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Penelope Cruz, but that was to star with. Now I'm saying, like, if if you can have a love crush, you know, and Heather, this is just fantasy, so you don't have to worry about offending Heather. I'll, I'll stick with Beckinsale. Oh, yeah, he always likes Kate Beckinsale because no matter what question you ask him about Hollywood, that's who he Kate picks. Beckinsale. She's beautiful, though. Yeah. All right, so who's yeah, yours? She's gorgeous. Mine, there's no question about it, would be Cary Grant and Rock Hudson. There you go. No question. Yeah, I know. I, I don't. I never met Carrie to my dismay, but I've known Rock Hudson over at Universal. And when I first day I ever met Rock Hudson. I thought you were going to say Tab Hunter. No, Tab Hunter's my friend. I don't bang friends. Okay. See, Rock I was never friends with. Um, no, Tab Hunt is a buddy. Uh, Rock Hudson, when I first met him, 
I was amazed at his magnificent face and his broad shoulders and his big size. But when he opened his mouth to speak, it was like, hello, it's so nice to meet you. My God, my cheeks were vibrating. Cheeks on my face, by the way, were vibrating from his very masculine baritone voice. He was the most sensitive, charming, sweet, delicious, kind, gentle human being I have ever met. So Cindy Lady Lake says, Rock Hudson was great, uh, but Robert Wagner was her. She liked Robert Wagner. For me, like I'd probably still pick Lance Henriksen. I just freaking love Lance Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. And if I was gonna like have to, and if I was gonna have a love interest, and I was gonna play straight, and I was gonna be in a movie and and, and have a woman, I would pick. I don't know who I would pick. Oh, I know who I'd pick in a minute. Uh, who'd you pick? Sophia Loren. There's no question about it. I would. I, I did work with Sophia when I was 19. I would like to work romantically with her. I was a soldier as, a, as an extra, but I would like to be opposite her now. In the love scene, I think Sophia Loren is the most gorgeous woman in the world. I think I'd probably still pick Julie Roberts. There's something about Pretty Woman like had an everlasting effect on my life. <laughs> She's okay. She looks like a horse. Her mouth is too big. <laughs> I like her. <laughs> All right. So she has let's like go. a mule face. Sophia Loren is exquisite. Those green eyes, my God, they're captivating. So, so uh, let's go back to Mila then. So, Mila, you got a film in development, Hauntings of the Heart. You're actually a producer of it too, right? So, like, that means you're trying to raise money for it. Yeah, we're actually going to start a campaign on Kickstarter and Indiegogo. Okay, so, I mean, and, and, it's not up there yet, but I'm definitely going to like we'll be posting all that. And we have a, a, like a huge amount of awesome awards too. That you know, whatever you donate, you're going to get something in return. Okay, and so you, maybe you'll let us, you'll tweet us, and let us know when that's going on, and we'll let everybody know like about the definitely. whole thing. We'll put it on you know, Twitter oh, yeah, and on our pages. Love that. We'll put put it up there. You also says that you have a twin brother. How does that? Can you, you guys can like talk to each other like <laughs> Escape to Witch Mountain? <laughs> Are you twin twins? Like look-alike twins, identicals? Oh no, um, I'm thanks, totally, thankfully not. He's my brother. <laughs> well, otherwise, he I could mean, there's, there's some sort of a resemblance, but no. I mean, if I if I were to get a crew cut, I think you would still be able to tell it was me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As a, kid escape, as a kid, Escape to Witch Mountain was my favorite movie. Like, I watched it like a, a zillion times, and I thought it was so cool how they could, like, talk to each other without actually talking. Yeah, but the sad part of that movie was the great legendary actress, Betty Davis, had such, a, second one. Had such a cheesy role in it. It was demeaning. The second that. one, though, wasn't as good as the first one, and the first one had well, George C. Scott. that's why they put Betty Davis in it to bring people in. Oh, the, the first one had George C. Scott. Did you, are you even old enough to know what Escape to Witch Mountain is? No. Mila? It sounds no. familiar, but I don't know if I've seen it, to be honest. No. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. That really makes now. me feel old. <laughs> 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 no, I'm definitely going to check it out now, though. Now I'm interested. I want to ask you a few of the questions I ask everybody when I do lectures on, you know, old films, because that's what I do. I'm going to throw some names at me and tell me if you know who they are. Jane Russell. Yes. Barbara Stanwyck. No. She was in the Big Valley. Wait, excuse me. <laughs> Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Barbara Streisand. Of course. No, I. No, you know people say no. I've heard of her. I've had people <laughs> say no. I've heard of, her, but I don't know who she is. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, it's kids, kids your age. Um, let's go with another one. Lana Turner. No. Okay, she was one of the greatest actresses at MGM. She saved MGM's ass from going under many times. She was the queen of MGM, and Clark Abel was the king. You know who Clark Abel is? Yeah. Gone with the wind. Oh, them cock cables are biggie. Anyway, those are the, the yeah. people that I deal with when I had my TV show, um, 
set the record straight, I interviewed all the great legends of Hollywood, and some of those people were my interviewers. So who's your favorite actor? Yeah. Do you have like a favorite person that you always go see whatever movie it is? Oh, Mila. That's difficult. Difficult. Um, I go see everything that Jennifer Lawrence is in, yes, even though she's a new favorite yeah. actor. Oh, I, I have so many actresses that I adore today that I would go see. You like the guy. What's that guy? Who? The guy who did the AIDS movie recently on TV. The guy who plays... Uh, oh, Gruffalo. Uh, uh, yeah, he likes Mark Ruffalo. Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. <laughs> Very good actor. Oh, Mark Ruffalo. Excellent. Yeah, he's fantastic. Excellent actor. I enjoy his work tremendously. But who? the one I go to see most today in film... Oh, I have some... Would probably be... What's her name? The brunette. The, the, the one that played in... Uh, the hell is her name? She won the Oscar this year. I don't know who won the Oscar. Deirdre, the one you like. Who won the Oscar? Oh, Amy Adams. No, 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 not I like Amy too. No, the big one, the, the one that plays with the fat lady all the time. Oh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. I love oh, Sandra oh. Bullock. I never miss a Sandy movie. She's fabulous. Yeah, that's funny. Don't you agree? Sandy Lady yeah. likes says she likes Kate Hudson and Julia Roberts. No, they don't do it for me, but uh, the other ones do. I also like Kate that Hudson fat girl. She's fabulous. Kathy, whatever her name is. To work with, apparently, Kate Hudson. Who? Oh, yeah, Kate difficult. Hudson's difficult to work with. That's McCarthy, you like, you like Kathy Goldie McCarthy Horn. or whatever her name is. I like Kathy McCarthy. I, I forgot that's her name. But. Yeah, she's good. But, do you know, what's her name's daughter is was raised in Hollywood. Kate she Hudson. Was, Kate was very privileged. And Everybody she was likes a Beverly Sandra. Hills brat. Everybody likes Sandra Bullock, though, in the chat room. So I think Sandy has a wonderful personality. <laughs> I've never met her. I'm looking forward to meeting her. So let's go back. Oh, wait, then. the other one I never miss is Angie. Angelina Jolie. Yeah, we. I like Maleficent. I okay, Angie. so you guys, if you want to find out more about Mila too, she's on Twitter. It's at it, it's Mila Hudson. I T S M E L A Hudson. How did you get? Did your parents name you? And does Mila stand for something? Does it mean something? Oh yeah, Mila. Mila is actually like my stage name. Oh okay. So I, I okay. pretty much took like a couple letters from my first and last name, and I came up with Mila. And then it was like weird. I had this dream. And I was like, because I'm moving to L.A. at the end of the year. And it was funny because I was like, oh, me going to L.A. from the Hudson Valley. Because, I mean, that's where I'm from, the Hudson Valley. So that's oh, that's I got good. I like name. that. I like that that you came up with a name. Because, like, we all have, like, Jimmy Starr is my stage name. Right. Ron Russell is Ron's stage name. So, like, we Russ all have them. Russell I took from Jane Russell because I loved it since I was a kid. And Deidre Serego, that's her stage name. <laughs> no, that's her oh, wow. given name. <laughs> and uh, I like that, though, me going to L.A., Mila. So what made you decide to go to L.A.? Um, I just feel like there's good more opportunities for me. Absolutely. Totally. Go, my dear. I love New York, but I'm, I hate the weather here. Well, weather, oh, weather doesn't feed you. You got to go where the work is, and I tell that to Jimmy all the time. L.A. is where yeah. the work is. If you want to work, go to L.A. They'll send you all <laughs> over the world to work in films, but they cast you in L.A. Get over this baloney that the tax break, all that nonsense is Hollywood gossip. The truth is the meat is in Hollywood. That's where the meat is. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I, we want to move to California because I can't place, deal with this nobody's around LA bullshit. Okay, so like you also got you were in a music video for Blondie. Did you ever? Did you actually get to meet her? Yeah, she she's quite a character herself. So that was a really interesting shoot because we we did a it was for her um, video mother. I, I love Blondie. Mother, I mean, yeah. like yeah, she's like so phenomenal. She's, she's over. I saw her on Good Morning America <laughs> jumping around like a kid dressed weird, 
doesn't play anymore, she should cool it a little bit and just do it nostalgia-wise. <laughs> You know, I love looked, it. She though, looked like, a little crazy with the twelve-year-old girls backing her. Did you hold on though? Did you know who Blondie was when you went to that? Because you would be pretty young. Because this was a couple years ago. You did this, right? You would have been pretty young to even know who Blondie was. Oh no, I absolutely know who Blondie was at the okay. time. Yeah, Blondie she was, was big. Time. She was huge. Like for Deirdre and I. Deirdre, did you like Blondie? Yes, I loved Blondie. I mean, like waiting on the telephone or whatever, calling. Yeah, she singing was on, she uh, was huge. Yeah, she was huge. Okay, so like, what? Well, out of all the different projects that you've been fortunate to be of, be in before, what's your favorite project that you've worked on? Um, probably the Men in Black Three because I got to talk to Will Smith, and I mean, besides talking about like acting and film and whatnot, I mean, he's such an inspiring person, and to be able to actually talk to him about like the same beliefs that we have and having like a positive outlook on life and how it definitely affects your career and your family and your everyday life. And that was definitely like, Actually, <laughs> was, you're right. He's was, a nice um, guy. Like you, you, know, so, you like, sound very <laughs> young. Amazing. Are you very young? Um, I'm 26. <laughs> you sound much younger, my dear. I thought you Everybody were 21. Everybody how cute you are. I thought you were like oh, 20, you. 20, 21, 22. I didn't peg you for 26. Do you know somebody named JL? JL? There's a guy yeah. in the chat room talking. He knows a lot about you. Like I don't know if you have a boyfriend or somebody's in the chat room or a fan or a friend, uh, but there's somebody oh. in the chat room. You could just say hi to him anyway. <laughs> yeah, just don't hey, give him your phone number. Everybody? Yeah, just don't, just don't give him your phone number. But like, I actually... He uh, when, he when, want to talk to when Will Smith did the, uh, um, oh, he says he saw her on a talk show. When I saw, uh, wow, he's in oh, love. Okay. Yeah, find, I just find out if show. he's rich. When, when, no, wait, uh, ask him if he, are you rich? Are you rich, stalker JL, or not? Because if you're a couple of million, if you're worth a, like a if billion, you're worth a couple of million, she's interested. I'll give you. I'll give <laughs> you. Is he tall and handsome? <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, if you're if you're handsome and you're worth a couple of million, I'll give you her number for ten percent. <laughs> there you go. I actually met Will Smith too when they did that Ali movie. They shot uh, one of the scenes across from my clothing store when I lived in Florida. And uh, I heard and, he was difficult. He was. Oh, he was nice though when I met him. No, but I heard. Oh he was no, difficult. he's not difficult at all. He is fantastic. No? good. I'm glad because yeah. I like him. No, yeah. it's not Will Smith. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the one from Long Island. What the hell is oh. his name? <laughs> yeah, Will Smith one, was the one really I get nice. confused with. Will Smith, the other black guy. Um, Deidre, you know who I'm talking about. Denzel Washington's difficult. He was from Long Island, and he's not far from where we lived. What the hell is his name? No idea who you're talking about. Big star. Big, 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 big movie star. He's got a big, wide mouth, a lot of teeth when he smiles. Denzel wow, Washington. Daniel no, Jackson. he's funny. You know who he's, I mean. Oh, Jamie Foxx. No, not Jamie Foxx. Oh, Jamie Foxx. I love I Jamie Foxx. He's Clark. difficult, though, too. Oh, well, this one's really tough I'm talking okay, about. Is that what happens when you start making money? You just become difficult on set? Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> I, I guess so. It seems that way, but we hope it doesn't for everybody. Because I met him when he was really. Uh, oh, actually, JL says he's uh, tall and handsome. It says no, sorry. So that might be the rich part. But he says yes to he's tall poor. and handsome. He's poor. And tall. Tell him oh, Chris it. Rock. Are you talking about Chris Rock? No, no. The other one. He's he played in so many movies. He's famous as all hell. He played. He played in the goat in the movie where. Exactly. He's trying to get rid of the ghosts. I think. He's trying to get Eddie rid of the Murphy? ghosts. No, he he was in the haunted house. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. 
Eddie, Eddie, Murphy. Eddie Murphy. That's the one I heard was impossible on set. Now, you don't know if it's true. Sometimes you're on a set, you get a prima donna true. Sometimes you get a director that's a jerk, doesn't know what he's doing, and he's forcing you to do terrible work, and you got to rebuild. Yeah, Sometimes, too, you just meet people at the wrong time or in the no, wrong it's, moment. You no, know, it's too, because the scene's not going right. There's an actress, I won't give you her name because she's a buddy of mine, but she's famous for cursing like a sailor and throwing furniture at people. I mean, she'd think nothing of picking up a lamp on the set and throwing it at the camera. And she's a very famous actress. But she's not hard to work with. She just has fits. There you go. So anyway, we got to start to wrap all these different little things up. So you guys, this is Mila Hudson. She's she, check out. How do they get to? How can they see Resident Evil Red Falls? Is that up someplace for them to see? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, that's on YouTube. Just uh, look up Resident Evil Red Falls. It's from Strike to Burn Productions. And uh, yeah, we have I think like a quarter of a million views already. And even um, the Resident Evil franchise was like, really excited about the film. They said that it was one of the most impressive ones that they saw. That's so that awesome. Was really... I was actually in a Batman <laughs> one like that. Well, I was they, in a had, Batman had one. How they review you? And she produced it. How she didn't act well, it. I produced oh, it. Okay, yeah, I didn't act it. in that one. She's got a film in development, you guys, so when Tauntings of the Heart starts doing its campaign to raise money, we'll let you know. Check out The Brain Hunter, The Sisterhood of Night, Men in Black 3. She was on an episode of Blue Bloods, and she was in a music video for Blondie. She's Italian and Irish descent. Good for you. You're working, girl. Good She's for inspired you. by oh, Lucille Ball, and you can follow her on Twitter. It's at it's Mila Hudson. And Mila, as you get things going, we'll probably see you in California. We're probably going to be going there like that, too. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show and, and talking with us. I'm going to look for your work. I'm going to look to see your work. So I'll be sitting there going, mm, let's see if she's doing it real or from an actor's studio. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Really, you're a, you're a delightful actor, and I wish you the very best in our business. And so far, you got a pretty good track record, kiddo. Keep up the good oh, work, and come on back and see us when you're a major Academy Award winner. There you go. And we want to thank Tom from WROM Radio for uh, introducing us to have you on the show. Uh, we love WROM Radio, and you can listen to the Jimmy Star Show in Detroit sun Saturday nights at 6 p.m. And Mila, thank you so much, everybody. Follow her on Twitter. That's Mila. It's Mila Hudson. Thank you so much, and thank good luck. Thanks with everything. Bye. Thanks, Mila. Bye-bye. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks, Tom. Uh, it's our pleasure. She's a sweet girl. Yep. Sweet, sweet Very girl. Very sweet girl. I hope she makes big time in this business. She's super nice. So everything's going good. And I know some other stuff about her, but I, I don't think we're allowed to, we weren't allowed to talk about it yet. No, no, no. We don't do it. So, Deirdre, what's going on in the work department with you? Anything happening out there? No, nothing happening right now. It's just pretty quiet. So why don't you, like, you know, hitchhike to L.A. and get a job, you know, get a movie? It's not that easy. <laughs> Why, honey? It's not that easy. It doesn't happen like that, you know? It's just, it's well, not that easy. <laughs> I know that, but... I'm it, working on it, so I'm going to find some stuff know, that you, I can send your you way You know what soon. the trick to being famous is? To I don't want to be famous. famous. I just want If you can get, get famous I, I on wanna... your own, you're in every movie. There are so many... Jane Mansfield, who didn't a act a thing. She just had giganda knockers that were real. She became a household word and got yeah, movies from it. I don't want to be it. a household word and I don't want to be famous. I just want to be a working actor. I just want to do No, I know that, that, but if being in Louisiana, jumping off of buildings is not the answer. Well, I mean, you if she won and everybody in I the nation that, saw her. But they... she, should, she should be in L.A. now out mingling, networking. You should be doing whatever you I like doing. Congratulations with it and keep going. <laughs> you guys, we got to chat. How much time I got? Wait, Deirdre. Enough for, enough for Ron to speak. Go, Ron. Wait, Deirdre, say hello to your father. I hear he's very gorgeous and fabulous and, and wonderful <laughs> and sweet and divine. Call him sometime. 
All yeah, right. call your father. He might want to hear from you. Deirdre, have a great weekend. We like, we're like. we so happy you're feeling better. Everybody in the chat room, thanks so much for tuning in. We want to thank our syndicates, W4CY Radio, WROM Radio in Detroit, Planet Radio Network in New York, LA Ontario in London, FM Monster FM Radio in New York, WBAD in Washington, D.C., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, Missouri. You can also hear us on the 76th Street Network in Omaha, Nebraska, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. Starting August, we'll be on Philly, Hot Philly Radio. Right. Philadelphia, get ready. We're coming your way. And follow at LBG, LGBTQ TV on Twitter. We're going to be doing some interviews and stuff for the new network. Thanks so we're, much, we're everybody. Get, we're getting bigger and better and more important and more famous. Our show is skyrocketing. And Chad. Thanks, Chad. Rock and roll, baby. Thank My you pleasure. So much. Bye, Dean. Bye. Bye, Bye, Jim. I'm Jimmy, bitch, I'm your one I wanna be. Jimmy Stark, new celebrity. We'll take you 